Hey guys, Paul Rick here. Welcome back to the Baseball Dad Show. And on this episode, we're going to talk about how Ted Williams hit 400. He was the, the last man to do it, arguably the greatest hitter of all time. And his formula for hitting 400 is actually one of the most brilliant things I have ever heard. So we're going to talk about that in this show. Before we do that, head on over to BaseballDadShow.com. A lot of cool stuff over there. We have the Guardian course, which is the first and only course ever created specifically to help baseball dads guide their sons through the game of baseball to become the great men husbands, fathers, and leaders of tomorrow. You can get that course there. You can also download free a scorecard that will tell if your son is ready to play on the next level. And you can also um, uh, download a a word-for-word dialogue that you can copy and paste, an email dialogue, to ask your son's coach for more playing time without looking like one of those dads. All of that is over at BaseballDadShow.com. So let's talk about Ted Williams, Um, arguably the greatest hitter who ever lived. And I think he will... Man, I mean, other hitters have done some incredible hitting feats. We're not going to go off into the steroid discussion, but there are hitters that um, certainly Joe DiMaggio hitting in 56 games in a row is an incredible hitting feat. Um, Babe Ruth, Roger Maris hitting 60 home runs, and then whatever we want to talk about, all the players that have since broken that record. Um, Even players that hit 700 home runs um, legitimately. Uh, uh, Hank Aaron or even a Ken Griffey Jr. at over 600 or Jim Tomey or um, Albert Pujols who are, are not in that cloud of suspicion. Um, those are incredible hitting feats, right? You can't argue with them. They're incredible. I mean, to, I mean, um, uh, Hank Aaron's home runs speak to so many things. It speaks to power, consistency, longevity, health. Um, all of those hitting feats, even Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak, I mean, imagine that. It's like more than a third of the year you hit in every game. Um, it's still, I don't think any hitting feat can knock Ted Williams, off being, Ted Williams off being the greatest hitter of all time until someone hits more than over 400, like 406, until someone breaks that. And players have come close, right? I know, I know Tony Gwynn flirted with it. I think he hit 388. If I'm correct, don't quote me on that one. I believe George Brett hit 390, and I think there was a time Wade Boggs was was close but fell short. And the it's interesting because we'll talk about why and the pressure that mounts there, but um, I don't think until someone breaks that and someone hits a higher average, Ted Williams will still be the greatest hitter of all time. And I don't think it could ever happen again. I don't know about you, but I mean, I look at the way the game is played now with the way hitters are being taught to hit. And the way the game is being played in that, you know, uh, the pitcher-hitter battle is just different. Um, I also think there's some legitimate differences that people maybe don't talk about. Like the, you know, was Ted Williams getting his third and fourth at-bats against the starting pitcher who would have been in there for five, six innings? And 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 to say, like, maybe a hitter today who was flirting at, at on a high average, maybe wouldn't face, would be facing fresh pitchers. There certainly wasn't the relief pitching. So, you know, Ted Williams uh, hitting in the eighth and ninth inning wasn't facing like Goose Gossage, who was in that next generation, that fireballer or Mariano Rivera. So yeah, there's some, there's some things there, certainly, but come on, let's, we've never let anything get in the way of baseball history before. So let's not, let's not muddy the waters with that. So nevertheless, Ted Williams, I think, will always be regarded as the greatest hitter in baseball history until someone breaks that record. So how did he do it? So it brings me back to something that I learned from from a a person who has been a a huge influence on my life, a guy named Steve Chandler. Um, And Steve 
would end his conversations by saying, have an average day. And I, I, there was an author who wrote about it and they reflected back on the first time that that was said to him, like have an average day. And it was so kind of like, what, what do you mean have an average day? Cause most people say, have a great day, have an awesome day. I even, I even knew someone who said, make today your masterpiece, you know, like literally, you know, like shaking hand, make today your masterpiece. It was this interesting fellow. Um, but, uh, uh, nobody would say have an average day. And so the, the author who was writing about Chandler would said, um, that he asked me, he was so, he was so struck by that comment. He's like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, you know, most people underestimate the power of an average day. He's like, I don't understand. And, and what he went on to use as an example was like writing a book. Most people, when they think about writing a book, they have this vision of like someone like sitting in an office with a, I envision a typewriter just cause that's, you know, where the age I came up in, but we're hammering out a computer, balled up pieces of paper all over the place, right? Coffee cups and, you know, I, you know, um, uh, months of arduous work and stress and strain trying to get a message out. And, 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 and that's what people think writing is. In fact, somebody once said that writing was the equivalent of opening up a vein and bleeding onto the paper. <laughs> that's somehow true. As someone who's written a lot of books, um, you know, there's some truth to that. But I'll tell you this: the way that uh, the way that Chandler breaks it out was a half hour writing every day. You could write minimum two, three pages every day. Half hour writing every day would be 180 hours, 182 hours, 182 and a half hours of writing. If you wrote just two pages a day, you'd have nearly 350 pages. That's just two pages a day. In a year, you'd have a book with just dedicating half an hour a day, an average day. That would be an average day of writing. I think everyone listening to this could probably, in their mind right now, construct a scenario where they could write a half hour a day. It's an average day. So when Ted Williams was asked, how did you hit 400? His reply was genius. He said, I got two hits every day. Now, one might argue, well, two hits is an above average day or two hits is a pretty great day. I think at any level of baseball, if you go two for five, yeah, we might say that's a great day. But maybe for Ted Williams, that's an average day since 400, 406 was his average Right. So, but, but, but the genius of it was this, is that the, the focus wasn't on hitting 400. The focus was on the process and the focus wasn't on the macro of the season. The focus was on the micro of the day. Right. So, so if you talk to anybody who has performed at a high level or you listen to interviews with them, when they talk about being in the flow, in the zone, they're always talking about in the moment, things slow down. I was so present. I was so in the moment. I was so locked in. Right. And what that means is they weren't drifting towards the past. They weren't drifting towards the future. They were in the now. And Dr. Tom Hansen, who wrote the great books, Heads Up Baseball 1 and Heads Up Baseball 2 and Pitch Big, absolute brilliant. You should get those books on Amazon. Um, Heads Up Baseball is mandatory reading for anyone who is going to play baseball. Heads Up Baseball is a, a masterpiece of a book. I, I actually think any human being, if you just substitute, you take out the baseball and put in whatever you do, if you're a business person or, or a mom or a dad or whatever, you you can use Heads Up Baseball as a model for success, um, for meant to be mentally tough in any situation. And the way Dr. Hansen said it was today plus today plus today plus today plus today equals whatever your goal is. So when you look at Ted Williams, it was two for five plus 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 two for five equals 400. 
it wasn't 200 hits and 500 at bats, right? It was two hits every day. And that's how he did it. And so when you're thinking about things, I sometimes, sometimes like goal setting and, you know, missions and all that, they're great. I'm not, I'm not against that stuff. What I am against is when it takes you so far out of the present moment that you're, you can't, you can't almost act. It's almost overwhelming to get started on something. So the idea, if somebody entered in the first day of baseball season, major league baseball, I'm going to hit 400 this year. That would, that's an, that's like, that, that's going to mess with, I don't care who you are. That's going to mess with your head. That's an overwhelming thing to think about and to take on. But if you said, you know what, I'm going to keep my focus on getting two hits per day and even narrowing it down from there, I'm just going to my focus on having great at bats and even narrowing it down from there. I'm just going to focus on getting a great pitch to hit and narrowing it down. I'm going to get one great pitch to hit in every at bat. Right now, that's your focus. If that was your main focus, that every hitter went up to the plate with, I'm focused on getting one great pitch to hit every at bat, and I'm going to hit it hard. I, if the results will take care of themselves. Ted Williams' formula for hitting 400 today plus today plus today plus today plus today equals whatever you want to have happen. Don't underestimate the power of an average day. Head on over to baseballdadshow.com. A lot of cool stuff over there for you, and I'll see you guys on the next show. Thanks. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I want to let you know I have a new book out specifically for baseball dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com, all the information is there, and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.